Hello and welcome to the Let It Flow podcast, hosted by your spiritual besties, Alexis and Carly. We're just two humans figuring things out, and we're here to share this community with you as an outlet for self-discovery and spiritual growth. This podcast is designed to open your mind with conversations that encourage you to ask bigger questions about mindset, spirituality, personal growth, and everything in between. We're passionate about gaining different perspectives on what the universe has to offer. And the one thing we found to be 100% true is that life is meant to flow. We're not here to tell you how to live your life, but to provide you with the tools and knowledge you need to create an experience that feels uniquely you. Tune in every week to awaken your potential and deepen your evolution. Whether you're all in on your personal growth journey or just starting out, let's flow together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Just Alexis here today. It's been so long since I've recorded a solo episode. I've been sitting here for like 10 minutes trying to get myself to hit record because I'm so used to chatting with Carly beforehand and we're like, oh yeah, let's record. And it's just so different when you're by yourself and it's just silent in your bedroom and you're trying to get yourself to hit record. (laughs) But It's been quite a while since I've recorded a solo episode, and I feel like there's so much to catch up on, but also at the same time, I just don't even know what to share. But I know that when I listen to podcasts, I'm really nosy about other people's lives, so I guess I will give you a little life update, what's been going on in my world. Always a lot of exercise, we know that, doing workout classes almost, eh, you know, about four times a week. And then on the side, always working on human design things. So that's been where I've been lighting up the most. I actually hosted my second in-person human design group at Soul Body Finesse. I know I mentioned it in other episodes that it was coming up, but a recap on it. Oh my goodness. It was the best thing ever. I love it so much. I I was laughing the other day at myself at how I went through this phase of trying to discover what lit me up, what I wanted to do with my life. And now that I feel like I have found kind of a groove in what I do really love and I'm passionate about, it's like this inner fire of, oh, this is all I want to do. And like, how can I make this like the only thing? And it's so funny because I remember having honestly, a similar feeling. Like by not knowing what I wanted to do, I was feeling that fire of, oh, like I wish I just knew what I wanted to do. And now I know what I want to do. And it's kind of the same feeling of like, now I know what I want to do, but I'm still working a full-time job. And how can I get rid of that as soon as possible and support myself on my own? And then, and then what? I don't know. You know, your mind just keeps going. And I know because we all know as things go on, like there's always going to be another level to that. There's always going to be something. So even if and when I am supporting myself with my passion, I know there's going to be something on the other side that my mind decides to latch onto as, oh, well, when we get that, then it's going to be uh, totally different. So I've been in this spot with it of man, I'm so passionate about human design. The workshop went amazing. Everybody seemed to have such a great time. I presented for like two and a half hours and I (laughs) I even stopped in the middle and asked them, are you guys having a good time? Because I just want to make sure like this is a lot of information. It's pretty long. And they were all like, no, I could sit here all night, keep going. And 
man, it's just really validating. I don't know if you've been in a room with people who are passionate about the same things as you, but it just takes down that barrier of holding back anything. Like I got to geek out on my favorite topic for two and a half hours, like with no stop. And man, I was just so fired up about human design. Um, and I'm hoping that I get to do more in the future, but that has been the most current thing that I'm super passionate about. But to be completely honest, I was going to record this episode last night. I'm sitting in my bedroom this morning before work recording this, the day that it needs to be posted, sipping my coffee, because I was going to record last night and I was triggered by something and just absolutely broke down crying. And the energy was so low and I have been very tired. I feel like it's a consensus on everybody that everybody's been feeling pretty tired lately. And I know that it's December, it's the end of the year, the, the days are shorter, it's colder, but I also think it's just like the stress and chaos of everyone else around us, stressing about getting gifts for the family or thinking about, oh, it's the end of the year and tracking how far you got and what you did, what you accomplished, or did you reach your goals by December 31st, which in reality is such an arbitrary day. And it really helped me the other day to imagine myself exactly where I am, but close my eyes and imagine that it's February or June or I don't know, some other arbitrary month. Like it's not December. How do I feel about how things are going and what I'm doing? And the truth is I, I feel fine if it's not December. And I think it's just this collective thing that we've agreed upon that the end of the year is some big milestone marking of your worth and how valuable you are and and how much you've accomplished by the end of the year. Uh, but I mean, depends how woo-woo you are, but time is such a constraint, such a construct, such it doesn't freaking matter, okay? So wherever you're at, you are perfectly on time and you're doing fine. And my intention for this episode is to channel the advice that I need to hear. So <laughs> I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that everything I'm doing is perfectly fine. Everything is on time. But like I said, with having that vision or whether you're searching for what you'd like to do, <laughs> both of those situations, it's like rushing to figure out what you want to do and that, and make that happen. Or once you figure out what you want to do and you have that vision of what your life could be like and will be like and that you're working for, it, it gets in your head a little bit of how do I make that happen as fast as possible? Even though I do know that for the, for a while there, if what I really wanted happened immediately, like if I had exponential growth and suddenly had everything I want handed to me, like overnight, I, my nervous system would break down. I couldn't handle it. I wouldn't be able to support the people. I wouldn't be able to like properly present at whatever events at what, you know, like if you're not prepared and you don't go through that time of growth and, and preparation that the universe plans out perfectly for you, you, you literally would combust <laughs> if you got everything that you wanted. You wouldn't be able to handle it. So I do know that everything is happening in perfect timing and that I'm being prepared for whatever opportunities are going to come my way in 2024, which they're already rolling in. And I'm so grateful. I just had a breakdown last night because I was exhausted and tired. I've been networking the heck out of my life 
and any free time that I have outside of my 40-hour work week. If anybody doesn't know this, I do work 40 hours Sunday through Thursday. I also work out outside of that like four times a week. So it's like four extra hours and then edit, record, post, podcast, doing that, attempting to create content. That's where I feel like I could be doing better, making content for HD Survival Guide, my own page and then the podcast page we we do pretty passively not going to lie i'm we're not really promoting the podcast a ton it's very word of mouth but it's just we don't have the capacity and the energy to do it all ourselves me and carly so there's that as well um trying to keep up with friends and then just be a normal adult and do my laundry and go to costco fill gas i needed to get new tires the other day and my schedule is so busy. And then any time outside of that, it's like, whoa, I just want to be alone and like take a nap and watch TV maybe. But then I also have passions behind meditation and journaling and <laughs> learning new things and learning more about human design and creating products and presentations. And my energy levels have tanked I'm <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. I slept through three different workout classes, which is so not like me. I just forgot to set my alarm to go off early enough for one of them. I completely overslept. Like, my alarm went off. I snoozed it, and I passed out for another hour and a half, slept through one that way. My body has just been begging for a break. And not as, not in like a, I need a break, don't exercise, don't do anything, but just to listen and even if it is my routine to do something a certain way to just step back from it, it is okay. I've been telling myself and other people when they come up to the desk and say they're so tired or I don't know, they need a rest day. I always say, you know, the gym will be there. Your projects will be there. Everything will be there. It's okay to take a nap. Nothing's going to be completely disappear if you take a break and honor your energy and your body. So please do that. I'm and I'm learning <laughs> always. I feel like it's cycles for me for sure, which really makes sense with my human design. I am a generator, so I'm here to do what lights me up. And as long as I'm lit up by it, I have kind of like constant energy toward it. And that's how I feel about human design. But mixing that passion with everything else that doesn't necessarily light me up, but it does support my life. It's like, oh man, really, really drained. And I did want to bring this up. I don't know how many of you listening are entrepreneurs, but I think we all have our own passions, right? Whether you want to monetize them or fully support yourself, it is also okay to love your job. I think there's a lot of promotion going, going on on social media of financial independence and don't work for anybody else. And maybe you don't want that. And that is totally fine. You do not have to be an entrepreneur. It's just this fire inside me that like, why did the universe give me this fire? I don't know. It's honestly, sometimes I cry about it. I'm like, why can't I just like a normal job? It would be so much easier in my opinion <laughs> than like everything that I feel like I need to do and want to do. But it is okay to like your job. If you're in a corporate job, if you're in an hourly job, whatever it is, and you're happy, be happy. <laughs> but for those of us that are currently building something to support ourselves and like have a passion around something and trying to make the time for that outside of also working a job. I think that I haven't heard anybody say this, but 
maybe people just don't really talk about it, but there's work-life balance, right? But if you have your passion, that doesn't really feel like work. So I want to say that there's a work-life passion balance. When you throw that in the mix, that's what I feel like I'm trying to balance. It's 40 hours of work, life being (laughs) running to Costco, getting the tires, doing the dishes, exercising, hanging out with friends too, like going to dinners, adding that to my calendar. It, it fuels me. It makes me happy. But then I'm also like, my energy levels are just down. Um, so that's work life. And then your passion, like you, you have these projects that you're working on and you love them too. And it just adds a whole nother section to it because I was talking to some coworkers and friends the other day. And I actually asked them, I was like, what do you do outside of work? Because I had this kind of epiphany that a lot of people, I would say most normal people do not do what I am doing. I am waking up today, recording a podcast, going to edit, schedule, post that, get ready for work, go to work for eight hours, come home, probably make the content to post for this episode and make dinner. And I'm just doing, doing, doing so much. And I'm working on entrepreneurial things. And that feels so normal to me. I've been working on it for, this will be like the third year of me having an LLC. And this is the first year, I guess, going into the second, kind of last year, I decided human design. And now this is the, 2024 will be the first year that I'm really like dead set on the vision I have for my business with human design. So that feels amazing, but I've been posting, like learning to speak, learning to do content, learning to do all of that stuff for about three years now, which is crazy to me, but it just feels so normal and natural in my schedule. And I love doing it, but I talk to my friends and my coworkers. I'm like, what do you do outside of work? If you don't have the drive to be an entrepreneur and my coworker said, I don't know. I just, I watched some football with friends and we made dinner the other night and I went and played some basketball and yeah, went for a walk and it was like my jaw was on the floor. I just can't even imagine like what I'm at a loss for words. I, you just exist and you know, dude, <laughs> it's just so different from what I do. Like, And the conversations I have with my friends and like the community I surround myself with, like I'm going to sound baths and spiritual healings and meditations and breathwork sessions and, and doing content. And it's just really funny to me, but I feel like that's what most people are doing. And if that's what you are doing, perfectly fine. Again, totally fine. I'm just giving you a little life catch up on how I'm feeling. But if you are in that entrepreneurial spot, it might seem a little... Ah, I can't think of the word. Not unfair. Not unfair. That's the wrong word. But strange that like you're going, going, going and might feel so burnt out. And then the people around you just don't understand your entrepreneurial passion and like why you need to get that post done or why it's important to you that you complete X, Y, Z on the list of things you have to do. Like why they they might not get, get that. And invite you to do things and you really want to go and your energy is just spent, it's okay to not go. Um, But I totally feel you and understand how that feels when it seems like the people around you are living completely different lifestyles than you and don't understand how you could be tired when like they work 40 hours too. (laughs) And it's like, 
I am constantly working in my head. Even when I'm sitting on the couch and I'm always getting inspired for like, ooh, cool content idea or, oh, cool, like, thing to talk about on the podcast, you know, constantly responding to things as a generator, shutting off the response. Oh my gosh, for anybody else that's a generator, you like can't do it. You just got to manage it. But constantly responding to that, that sacral ping of like, yes, no, yes, no. It's always there. And it's just always, always running. But I've been thinking about the end of the year. I feel like the most important thing that I mentioned there is just imagine yourself right now in the middle of the year, is the stress yours? If you're feeling stressed right now, just imagine everything going on right now in a different month. Does that feel the same or does it feel different? Is the stress gone? If you picture yourself in February because there's no pressure that it's the end of the year, it's not your stress. And that's what I realized. It's the stress of everyone around me having to buy gifts for family and plan travel things and finish like Q4, whatever at their corporate job. And it's all that energy. And I do work in a public place. So I come across hundreds of people a day and have to flip my, (laughs) I have to flip my voice, my energy match, you know, match people all day, which is great for an open identity center and human design. Like I'm a chameleon. I can talk to anybody, but it's like on a dime. I will be helping someone who is super energetic and excited to go to the gym and then have to help an elderly woman who can't understand her app and is angry. So like it's on a dime. I have to flip my, my attitude, my emotions and my communication style, which is such a learning thing. Like I've been doing that even through waitressing, but it's, again, energetically draining to have to do that all day (laughs) where you're like happy, calm, excited, you know, I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point, but I've been focusing on the new year as most of us are and using human design to set my goals a little bit. I've been feeling like there's a lot of ideas and things going on in my head and they're all spread out on the boardroom table, right? I have different things that I'm going for, different events, different like people I want to network with, my vision for the podcast, my vision for speaking events, retreats, like whatever. I have it all spread out on the boardroom table and nothing is in its home. And (laughs) I feel chaotic because of it. It's like um, energy leaks is what I want to call it because everything out there on the table has so much potential, but it's not in its home. It doesn't have its processes set in place. Everything needs to be like organized and, and put where it needs to go. (laughs) So that's what I've been feeling. And I talked to my friend last night and sometimes you just need someone to reflect everything that you already know back to you. So if I'm saying things that you're like, yeah, 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 I know, like I've told myself that it's okay. (laughs) Because that's what my conversation with my friend last night was. She was just saying everything to me that I have said to her before, but sometimes you just need it to come from somebody else. But she recommended that I focus on, and this is also according to astrology in my chart with like Capricorn, 12th house, Mercury retrograde, work on finishing things instead of starting anything new, like assess everything that's on the boardroom table and just work on one thing at a time and complete things. Cause I have human design guidebooks that are beautiful. If I am to compliment myself, my Design work has improved exponentially this year, and I'm obsessed with my presentation. 
I'm obsessed with the guidebooks, but they're not finished. I have workbooks, but they don't have a place to be purchased. I have all these things that are like part done. And I think that's why I feel so stressed. And I can't really talk about my offerings because I don't have processes in place for people to really come into my world and to like offer their support. I've had people straight up say, I want to pay you for this. How can I do it? And like, I don't have a way for them to do it yet. And that feels yeah, disencouraging to me, not very unsupportive. So like support myself by finishing things. So if you have projects you're in the middle of, highly recommend assessing like what's in progress right now and how, how can you tie up the loose ends before the end of the year or in the new year? It's okay. Don't set the new year as this arbitrary end of the world. (laughs) I promise you life will go on after the ball drops, you know? So it is okay, but just think of that in this in this phase of the year. Just tie up the loose ends that will make you feel more free. Just get it off of your mind, you know? And when I'm making my goals and my manifestations and whatever else I'm looking at with human design as a generator, I'm here to do whatever I'm lit up by. So whatever sounds really fun and exciting, like that's the first thing to go for and write down. So I've been using my human design to really assess that, make my list for 2024 of like what I'm calling in and my to-do list and like approach everything with that. And it makes me feel more grounded and honestly more organized, even though as a generator doing what lights me up first doesn't really make sense for a lot of people who have like me, been making to-do lists and going top to bottom and doing like the hardest thing first and yada, yada. It's actually recommended for generators to do the thing that lights them up the most first. So if you're a generator, little advice, but I did want to talk about a couple things I found when I was grabbing my journal before this episode to kind of assess what do I want to talk about. There were a couple notes that fell out from meditations and sound baths and whatever else, like new moon, full moon ceremonies. There's these two papers in front of me. And one of them, I was taking notes. We must've been having a conversation at soul body finesse, but it says you can manifest, but you don't know when, when it will come. And I just needed a moment for that because (laughs) we kind of think that we put our manifestations on a list. But like I said, if you wrote something down, like I want to live in a foreign country. If tomorrow someone offered you like a free villa living in a foreign country and you had no, you didn't know the language, you didn't have any, you didn't build that community network, you didn't have any of that and you were just plopped in a foreign country, you would probably move home and spontaneously combust. Your world would break down because you didn't have the time to prepare to do something like that. So Even if you're manifesting something huge and you want it to come so fast like me, (laughs) you need the time to prepare and you don't know when it will come and that's okay and everything is working out for you. And a lot of times the things that we write down, the things that we're hoping will come are not nearly as crazy, amazing, fantastic as they could be because we can only see what we have the concept of. So the past or the near future that is all made up of things that we've experienced before or things that we've seen other people experience. It's really hard for us as humans to make goals and manifestations of things that have never been done before or things that are outside of our upper limit 
what you think you deserve and what you believe you can have. And the universe is limitless and knows how great you are, knows how much you can handle what you can do. So if you stay so structured as to this is what I want, this is what it looks like, and this is the only thing I'm open to, you don't know how good it could get. So just take that into account when you are manifesting, writing your 2024 New Year goals. Sometimes I will write, I am manifesting XYZ or my intention is XYZ or better or whatever you think is best. Like just adding that to the end opens up a little door to show me how great things could be or where I am missing or where where I'm not seeing the opportunities. So just a little note on that. And then there's another little scribble here of old manifestations being a burden in the present cracks me up because I, this week I've been feeling so stressed out by working 40 hours. I do not want to work 40 hours. I don't think any human should work 40 hours. I think a 30 hour work week is at most what people should be spending in a cubicle, in a building, like doing anything except for being outside. I'm like, I could go on a rant about this forever and ever. I just think the whole system of our entire society is dumb. So <laughs> I have talks about this with my roommate almost every night, every other night at least. And we have talks like this at Soul Body about just the way our society is run, the way corporate has run. And a human design side note, there's a whole bunch of stuff about 2027, which is so soon, crazy. Shit's going to hit the fan. Um, and our consumer, the way we consume, the way we work, the like babies that are born that year, it's going to be different. Like from there on out, 2027 is like the start of seeing probably the big companies crumble because even now you can see it. People are fed up. Gen Z fed up. Like if there is a job that we're not getting treated with respect, like why would we put up with that? I think it's because we just see how volatile things can be with, you know, COVID and things being shut down, people losing their jobs. And it's like, you know what? You could toss us to the, the side so quickly. Like, why should we care more about you as a company? So I think there is that attitude coming into our world now. But um, that's just a side note. 2027, maybe we'll have to do a whole episode on 2027 because uh, it's going to be crazy. But it's going to change to a... Um, it, we're in a tribal economy right now in a tribal world where we do have those big systems in place and it's going to switch to an individual and individual world. So self-supporting think like people living in their passions and supporting themselves with their passions to help others. And everybody is kind of reminds me of, you know, back in way, 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 way back when everybody was, you know, bartering and trading before we had money. Um, but it kind of reminds me of that. Because people were doing what they were good at, helping others and bartering and trading for it. So I feel like we're going back to that kind of with the influencer economy and, um, you know, doing your own thing online and creator marketing is just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and just being yourself and authentic to you is going to keep increasing. So that's my little tangent on how society is effed up and (laughs) 2027 is going to be wild. I won't go any deeper into that, but old manifestations being a burden in the present. Oh my God. You need to look at it a little bit differently. Obviously everything is a blessing and you're just here to experience it. But I remember like 
even this podcast is so funny because I can look back at episodes and see, I can listen to myself talk about how much I wanted this job. (laughs) And then in the present moment, months later, I'm recording and saying how tired and like stressed this job is making me in the present, which is just me experiencing whatever I'm choosing to. But it's funny how it's sometimes everything that we ever wanted, you'll get it and then have it for a while. And then your ego and your subconscious, your mind is never satisfied. There will always be something that you want to change, that you want more of, that you want to be different. And it's funny when life is making you feel a little bit down and out. And then you look around at you have so much of what you wanted at one point, but now you're feeling differently about it. You used to be so excited to have this thing. And and now it's like, oh man, I have to go to that thing. (laughs) And that thing that you asked so, so much for at one point in your life. And yeah. And that's why we're supposed to learn and grow and shift and let go. And it's okay. (laughs) But it does make me laugh sometimes. But I have been having this phrase pop up in my head recently of my life changed so much when I realized that stress is a choice and that could feel triggering (laughs) to hear, (laughs) but it really is. And it's not to say that I don't feel stressed anymore. That's so not true. I definitely do. But when I do, I let myself feel it and sit back and think, how could I feel differently about the situation? Like, where am I choosing to feel stressed right now? What can I do about it? Because regardless of if I feel stressed or not, the world just is and the things happening just are being and sitting there like they are doing nothing. It is me interpreting whatever is happening and feeling that stress. So I get to decide, (laughs) do I get to experience this fine and feel fine and feel calm and get the most out of it? Or am I going to feel stressed and chaotic, drain my energy, blame everybody else and have that chaos going on? Because either way, the situation's the same. So that perspective has helped me a lot in in just life and the world and always. (laughs) So it might help you too. I just want to end this episode, kind of a shorter episode of just me rambling, but I hope you got something out of this. And if anything, and you were just a little bit nosy about what's going on in my life, (laughs) now you know. But I've never done a channeled message. I used to look at episodes that were like channeled message from blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the heck is that? (laughs) What do you mean channeled? Like you flip the channel on the TV. No clue what that means. And I remember being in college and Carly would say that word. And I was like, I still don't know what you mean, but I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to let you do your thing. (laughs) But channeled. Now I feel like I know what that's like. There's been a few instances, especially when I was deep into journaling, when I started writing things that I feel like were not from myself. It was like advice that I needed or an idea that I needed that came from somewhere that was not me. Like, I don't know where it came from. It's this feeling that I can't really describe. When I was journaling, I had a few times where I'm writing I, 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 like first person. And then all of a sudden it'll switch to you and it'll say like, you just need to do blah, blah, blah. And I'll start getting advice and it'll be pointed directed at me, which is just really weird, but it's always the kindest thing. It's not a scary thing. 
it's always the kindest messages and encouragement, like support. And I'm going to read you something that I feel as though I channeled at a sober circle. The first sober circle I went to, she was prompting us with questions, but it was right after meditation. I was so groggy. Like my eyes could barely open. I was trying to journal. It was like kind of dark in there. And I was writing this and I have a whole page and I don't really remember writing it, uh, but I have reread it multiple times this week and was like, whoa, like this is so nice to just read. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for it. I'm just gonna read it to you. So this is something that I wrote, but I don't know if I really wrote it and it might resonate with you. What if, what if none of it mattered? What if your job wasn't your job? What if you looked back on your life as it is now, knowing that this time isn't going to last forever? What if you simply decided, simply decided that your vision is inevitable? What if you decided to be present, the kind of presence that knows no past or future? What if you were experiencing every detail of this moment for the first time? Where's the beauty? Where's the joy? When do you struggle to be present? Is it when the thoughts and feelings of others overwhelm you? Or when the to-do list gets so long that you forget that everything on that list is a blessing and opportunity to experience? Do you try to escape through the media, through gossip, through self-improvement? What if you took a moment to remember how perfect you've always been before you decided something was wrong? What if you realize that the more you light up in your unique experience, the planet smiles back for your contribution to the whole? Because the truth is, everyone benefits from your growth, from your expression, from your happiness. What if you remembered that this is all a grand experiment of coming back to you? Ooh, ah, <laughs> so much of that I have needed to hear this week. Honestly, it's something that I feel like I could read over and over again and always need to hear it, but... I hope that some of that resonated with you. I hope that there's some reflection in there that, you know, guides you through the end of the year. And just know that December 31st means absolutely nothing. What you completed this year means absolutely nothing about your worth, about who you are. Everything that you've done is perfectly on time. You don't have to feel like you're on somebody else's timeline if people are asking you things and getting ahead of themselves on your life, <laughs> like, oh, when are you going to do this? I thought you talked about this. Like, why haven't you done it? And it's okay. You're on nobody's time but your own. You get to decide what happens next. And I'm really excited to see where 2024 goes. I haven't told many people about this, but I was invited to go on a yoga retreat I am not super into yoga. I have done yoga. I would love to be more into yoga. So this yoga retreat and this immersive experience is going to be different for me, but it was super last minute. It was like, I had no clue this offer was coming, but it was something I couldn't refuse. And it's going to be amazing. I'm going to Costa Rica in January, January 7th. I fly out 7th through the 13th. I'm so pumped. I booked horseback riding and surf lesson and we're going to do yoga every day. We have a chef, so we're having all organic, healthy foods. Oh, I'm so, so, so excited. And 
the craziest thing is I would love to be in the retreat space. I would love to host human design workshops at other people's retreats. I'm speaking that into existence right now. Other people's retreats, I would love to host my own retreat. I just think that that's such a beautiful experience. And I was a hardcore summer camp girly. I don't know about you, but put me in a crappy cabin with a whole bunch of other girls, like have me play games, go swim in a swampy lake. Like that was me. I loved summer camp. I loved volleyball camps. I loved, I was, you know, any, any conference I could go to all up my alley, which makes sense with everything that I am interested in. I would love to be a part of things like that, but in a much cooler way, I don't want to be in a dusty boardroom. Put me on a beach in Costa Rica. That's a much better presentation experience anyway. So I would love to be in that space. And so when this came around, this, the girl hosting it has become a friend. She's actually been on the podcast. I don't know why I'm like not saying her name. Anna Rosner, she's hosting it. She was on the podcast a little bit ago. We talked a lot about drinking culture. So very excited. And also I'm realizing I haven't really booked a vacation like that. I mean, it is a retreat. So there is a lot of like inner healing work, things to do, but like a vacation for myself. Yes, I traveled, but traveling and sleeping on people's couches is so different than investing in a vacation break for yourself. And I haven't really done that as an adult and that this is going to be a sober experience too. That will be so different. I feel like Anytime I've been on a beach, I've had a margarita in my hand, so nothing wrong with that, but it'll be different and everyone there will be having that experience as well. So really, really cool. But she asked me to make her itinerary brochures because she loved my design. So I was just offering to do that. I would have done it for free. (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, sure. And then she offered me, um, like just a special, like discounted offer to assist and help her on this retreat. So very excited to see the back end of things, how, how it all works. And I, I don't know what it's going to be like, but I'm excited to have a peek behind the curtain and also my first retreat experience in one little bundle with someone that I'm comfortable with and meet more aligned friends and people. I'm so excited. I, I feel like it's going to lead to a lot of other great things and I will for sure recap it on here. I'm, oh, I'm so excited. I can't believe it's coming so soon. I, I would never book something that short, like, uh, usually. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fly to a different country in under a month. Like, crazy. I normally plan things out when it's big trips like that. But we're going to see. We're going to see how it goes. That's the next really exciting thing. Besides the holidays, going home for Christmas. I'm excited to see my family. But with that, I'm going to let you go. I hope that you... Take a moment to reflect on your year and how much you've actually done because you should be proud of yourself no matter where you're at. Handling this world, even just getting up and surviving day to day is an accomplishment. Feeding yourself. There's many times this year that I'm like, man, I just don't even want to cook for myself. Like, honestly, feeding myself is so annoying sometimes. Like, having to do that, having to keep up with the adult things, surviving, money things, Whatever's coming up for you, like you're doing such a great job. (laughs) Whatever's coming up for you. And if you're a parent, oh my God, like I can't even imagine. I see parents coming to the gym every day and I'm like, the fact that you have children and you are coming to the gym, the fact that you have children and you're hauling them through Target to get groceries, like the whole, that whole experience. (laughs) Oh, bless you guys. Um, Anyway. 
that's all. I'm, I could ramble forever, <laughs> but you're doing great. Write down your intentions and manifestations for the new year. Leave a little door for the universe to surprise you and show you something better. Take the stress off your shoulders. Imagine yourself in a different month. It's probably not your stress. Just keep working on tying up the loose ends, finish your projects, and spend time with family. Take a break. Sit on the couch, watch a movie, eat a pizza, whatever makes you happy. Just do, do something for yourself and chill out like you are doing amazing. Okay, with that, I love you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your week and rest of your year. And here's to going into 2024 with a fresh perspective. Love you. Bye.